Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And an early Happy New Year to all. Hey, you're inside Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. We got a February 25th and 26th, realizing a parallel universe of Rack and Fin Radio when the season opens, indeed, calls for a New Year's celebration. Uh, this Wednesday, March 1st, Striped Bass, Back Bay, and Tidal River season reopens and Winter Flounder season reopens. As there are pockets of fatty flatties in the back down here, but uh, too scattered and too limited uh, to really even try to pinpoint it. it. It seems that the area switched from year to year based on the, the tides and, the, and whatever, how the bottoms are changing. Now, again, the limit's only two at 12 inches. Good meal, but by the time you get to chum it a bit, but it's a um, good way to go out. You can double up, double up on the, on the line setters and double up on the winter flounder. It could be a good time. This Thursday at the Atlantic County Library, Jimmy Leeds Road in Galloway, it's the New Jersey Marine Fisheries Council meeting now. They're going to be determining the porgy and the sea bass seasons. There are four options for that for the flounder, fluke. I guess it's uh, etched in stone pretty much same as last year. No changes. Opening dates, what, May 2nd to September 27th. Find out more about that uh, after that meeting. But to me, from the preliminaries I've seen, option four looks like the way to go. But either way, sea bass and porgy is going to be taking cuts. Yeah, I know there's so many. They're eating the paint off the bottom of the boats. I realize that. But new management formulas are being undertaken. So we shall see where that goes. Again, you can go virtually on that or you can attend the meeting. For more information, 609-292-7794. Now, from the last-minute files today, starting at 10 o'clock, it's the virtual meeting of the New Jersey Bureau of Freshwater Fisheries, the Freshwater Fisheries Forum. Here's the dealio. These are the topics. Freshwater fisheries updates, warm water fish production activities up there at the Hackettstown Hatchery. You're talking hybrid stripers. You're talking muskies. You're talking walleyes. You're talking northern pike and the largemouth and smallmouth bass. There's going to be a largemouth bass update, update rather, an invasive species update. Yeah, snakeheads. Whoa. You got to see these flatheads in the Delaware, people, I'm telling you. 40 pounds to almost 50 pounds, if not bigger. They are here to stay, and they are making their moves way up the river. Again, you can sign on virtually. at Go to njfishandwildlife.com. There's a press release on there. Go on the news and events. And you can register as late as today, as this morning. It starts at 10. And get, let your voice be heard. You, know, you can you know, voice your opinion, let it go. Same thing. With the Marine Fisheries meeting, you can go there. We'll call that number from Rich, and it'll give you instructions how to get on their virtue. Well, it's our annual, annual striper show. Coming up with Captain Dave the Rave Show. He's patiently waiting outside. And one last thing from the last-minute files. <laughs> I love this short notice. I'm going to get this press release late last night. The Association of New Jersey Rifle and Pistol Clubs will be holding an axe-throwing party, a fundraiser. When? Today, 3 p.m. and 8 p.m. It's going to be a full metal, jackal gun, full metal jacket gun range, uh, 3018-B Route 9 South in Seaville. Okay, exit 25 South. Make the right. Go to the light. That's Route 9. Make a left. Head down at probably four or five, six miles. It'll be on your right. Figure 10, 15 minutes. Uh, funds will be funds will benefit the association, of New Jersey and Rifle Pistol Clubs. There's never-ending fight to protect Second Amendment rights in New Jersey, and they've had some recent victories. Gives us hope. Pricing it in is forty dollars, and that gives you a chance to win a Glock Nine. Whoa! And extra tickets for the Glock Nine drawing are available for twenty-five dollars. That is today, three to eight at Full Metal Jacket Gun Range, thirty eighteen B Route Nine South in Seville. Well, coming up is Captain Dave Showell. Let's talk early season stripers. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio, WPG Talk Radio, ninety-five point five FM and fourteen fifty AM, South Jersey's talk station. America's talking to Fox News. It's been one year since the start of the war in Ukraine. Americans react to the continued conflict overseas. All we know is we need to pray for Ukraine. The whole world depends on it. There is nuclear weapon involved. It's just so hard to understand what people are going through there. You know, we're here and we're in safety with the clear skies and everything, and people there are just hiding. Of course, I'm terrified for their safety and for all the Ukrainian people. We need to stop him showing the strength, the unity of the people around the world. What it appears to be is a sad last effort by a sick man wanting to make a mark and reunite the Russian people, but Ukrainians aren't the Russian people, so that's not going to work. As a Ukrainian-American... It's very upsetting. People are getting killed every day. It's all political. It's all because of power. It needs to stop. I think Russia just needs to quit and realize that this has been going on a year and they still have not taken over Ukraine. America's talking to Fox News. 
Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. As promised in the first segment, sitting next to me right now, the very special guest celebrating our 20th opening day striper show, Captain Dave the Rave Show. Upseekin Bay Sports Center, 81 Natalie Terrace. And I'm seeing Captain Dave, good to see you, man. It's good to be here, Tom. It's first time in the studio since since before that pandemic hit us. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And by the way, people, Captain Dave, what was that scene from Rocky Three? My God, look at that. He looks like a middleweight. Dave, you trimmed down nicely, my brother. Looking yeah, well, good. Looking good. I gotta get I gotta get ready ready for the striper season because you know it it it's amazing how many footsteps there are from the bow bow <laughs> yeah. of my boat where the trolling motor is back to the steering wheel and when we have to rock it off to find another hot spot. Got to get your steps in. By the way, Shoal, I don't know if you noticed or not, I personally dress baggy. I'm down, check it out, listeners, I am down 14.5 ounces. Can you see it, Shoal? <laughs> Can you see it? Come on, give me a yeah. Oh, man, I, I, oh, yeah, I see where it's down, <laughs> <Yeah>. too. <laughs> <laughs> it's called, Dale, I'm telling you, I'm suffering from the lacaroni disease. Lacaronis, lacaziti, lacarotini, lacaschettis. Oh, man, but my lovely Dee Marie has me uh, has me working on it, so you got to get it together. Well, Dave, 20 years now, Rack and Fin opening day striper show, and like you said, we were grabbing a cup of java. Okay, I let that out. Grabbing a cup of java in the kitchen a little earlier, and Dave says, Tom P., it, it feels like we're a month ahead. What do you think? Oh, this this weather, Feb- January was February was incredible. I I got scared to death Christmas. We got hit with that major cold front. Yeah. Um, that that west wind came by so cold. Oof. I you know I I usually can winter over some eels, but the tide blew out so so far that yeah they 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 said goodbye. So there's there's no eels until until my eel guys get started. But I bet you they're going to start start up pretty soon this year. Absolutely. Now, Dave, you're going to be eeling in the Mullica, correct? Well. Tell you what, I'm still gulping in the Mullica. <laughs> you know, all these years since the first day that came out. Well, it wasn't the first day it came out. The first day I put it on a hook, I knew something happened. And and you, all you flounder guys that swear by the gulp, this is not. A, it's not a secret. But try them for the stripers. Just here's something ahead of time before. When or wherever, try to go for the stripes. Dave, you told me on the paddle tails, and me and Dee Marie knocked the stripes off him, man. Knocked the snot out of those bass. Oh, they, that that's that's a the, the paddle tails are a three way killer. You mm-hmm. got you got the action. That paddle tail, any paddle tail, works great. Yeah, I don't care rubber, your plastic, all works great. But you add, add the add the gulp scent. And it's it's just a killer, yeah. and then and then they're making some really nice colors. So yeah, so yeah, you you got a three way, it's a three way killer, and it's my favorite lure at the moment. Hey, listen, are you gonna are you gonna claim the title unofficial but title nonetheless again as largest gulp inventory in South Jersey? Don't be shy, show. Don't be looking at people's eyes are well, lit up. I t- oh, I'll yeah. tell you what. I, I don't get a chance to get out and look around, so that's why. But I I believe right now I do, and well because of that early winter. Your well, are very it's I call it a very back. short winter. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, things got knocked down a little ahead of time. So I am ready for. I was ready for fall striper season, which means I carry on, and yep. my shop is ready for spring striper season, and. And I got, and I got another backup load on the way. So yeah, I think I can probably, uh, as far as in stock inventory with amount of colors and shapes and sizes, I think I can still claim that. Yeah, David, it's, it's an unbelievable selection. Well, David, let's uh, digress a little bit. I just, it, I'd be remiss not to mention this perch bite that doesn't seem to want to quit. It's been insane. The other day, coming back down, coming back, back uh, through uh, past bats though. Mullica there was Crowley's Landing. Pull over. Didn't even go to the parking lot. Pull over that one you know, little thing on the side. We have the booze out there. Yeah. Just for S&Gs, grab the ultralight, have my little 16-ounce or 8-ounce jig head on there, excuse me, little 2-inch grub on a, the spinnerbait clip. Three casts, boom, perch. Four casts, boom, boom. Before I knew it, I had five perch. And no cooler in there. I said, let them go. We, we had dinner planned already, but I said, the tide's not even right. If there's a right tide now, there's so many of these things. It's phenomenal. Well, here you're up at Crawley's Landing, and well, I've I've been thinking we're a month ahead. 
And to be Crawley's Landing, that means these fish are on the move, upstream, ready to spawn. That is definitely a month ahead of any time yeah. that I can hear. Because I, I've actually had a few people down in what I call White Perch Central, which is basically between Lower Lower, Lower Bank. Bank and and Swan Bay. You know, there's there's some real deep holes there, and I think there's spring holes that keep the water a little warmer where they like to spend the winter. I was kind of surprised. You know, and there's everything in there. There's pickerel in there. There's yellow perch in there. And I said, look at these. White. One was a, a big female. Nice. So they're up there, and there were some guys down. I'm trying to think, what was that one spot? Uh, there were a couple of guys, uh, fish, and, and they were doing okay. Uh, here, there, here, they were grass shrimping and blood worming. So if they're up that far, it's on. And I, I've seen bites this early, but not often. Maybe every third or fourth year. It's been crazy. Oh, this is, this is, well, it has been getting better about the last three years. I think it has a little to do with the amount of nets that aren't in the rivers. You know, the Mullica and Egg Harbor rivers are almost void of nets at the moment. And I, I think that there's just not even many people down in the Delaware Bay where they're allowed to use the gill nets that are, mm-hmm. that are pushing as hard. And, and it's showing, um, yeah, you know, I I can't say because I caught a lot of you know a lot of um, herring in in the fike net, so so I can't right. really knock them, but they do catch perch and they they make a difference in the population, and we got a really nice population. And I just one nice one thing. Let me add, there you know in the saltwater end there is no limits, no sizes, right. Right, but take what you're going to eat. If you got to give some friend a couple. But don't give away too many because most people aren't going to sit and take the time to clean them. Just take what you're going to eat. Good point. Put the Good rest point. back, and we'll have this great perch fishing for the next 20 years. And, Dave, that the bulkhead there at Gasco Park, Mays Landing, Dave, yellow perch and the whiteys mixed in. Yeah, well, they, they, if, they're, if they're as far as, well, that's, you know, Crowley's Landing is the freshwater line for anybody yeah. that, because a, yep. a lot of people... You get that constant mix-up. You, know, you got the Mullica River all the way up to Crowley's Landing, across the river to 7th Avenue. That's the line in the Mullica. And then if they're all the way up to the freshwater on the Egg Harbor, they should be, hit, they should be hitting the bulkhead now. Okay, Dave, let's talk stripers. Gets underway March 1st. March 1st. I remember closing out the show Christmas time. I said, man, opening day stripers is so far away. And here we are already. Yeah, well, it it seemed like well, I tell you, this is the first time ever I've at, I've had to have bloodworms in stock all winter long, and I think I've sold maybe one or two days in that that second that second cold blast. We mm-hmm. may have missed may have missed a day or two selling them, but every day people have been coming through the store fishing, and. This is a good thing because I got Mr. Bloodworm guy on the hook now. <laughs> yeah. I, I I I basically fed him through the month, months of January and February. So he's promised that he's going to keep my refrigerator full. So I heard you have a GPS uh, chip in him. You, you know exactly where he is at all times. Yeah, and if, well, I not not that we get a little contentious between shops, but especially everybody. With this bass bite on bloodworms, I Oof. I don't I'm not big on the bloodworms and si- I'm not big on sitting still. You, uh, just like you, Tom. You know I I want to move. I want to cast. I want to hit. Yeah. But you can't beat the jumbo bloodworms for stripers. No way in the world. And and you see, well, down on the on the Delaware Riverside, those guys over there, the, all the shops, they they try. They don't let the truck come past. They want they want every one of them jumbos yeah. in the shop. And as I said, and then, and then over over on on the islands, you know, you don't need. You know, the one thing about bloodworms, you never know what's in the box. When I buy a box, anybody buys a box. It's sometimes, you know, sometimes they're you know, the regular worms are nice. Sometimes, sometimes it looks like they're, you know, they're put they're putting three penny nails in the box. But damn, it's not. Things string longer than some of these bloods I see in the flats, but it's what's available. Yeah, and yeah. but but when it you know when it comes in, you know. So this year, 
I, I pretty much got him. I said, yeah, you want to eat again next February, you, you better make sure I get the worm. So I, I expect to be in good shape you know, through this whole worm springtime worm bite, and they do work. You know, they are expensive. There's, you know, and I wouldn't tell you what, I've, I've, been, I've been actually checking on Facebook on, on some of the, the, worm, the worm dealers up yeah. in Maine or the, you know, they're, you know, the wholesalers that are buying from the diggers and all. And those guys, right now, this cold front that just sort of nosed in in today, is really killing up there. I see. I see. Says oh, yeah. We're actually saying, being be careful out there. It you know, it ain't worth freezing to get a couple <laughs> bloodworms. You know, this is the guys that are buying them. But you know, those guys. That's a tough life up there in Maine. Absolutely. Hey, we're live in the studio. Captain Dave the Rave Show, Obsega Bay Sports Center. Hey, when Natalie Terrace and seeing our twentieth anniversary. Opening day striper show. Well, we'll be back up against a quick break. Grab that cup. Grab that rebel. Be right back with the svelte and sexy Captain Dave show. So what is Talk With a Purpose? It's a lively, informative, number one rated talk show on Saturday morning. Hi, this is John DeMassey. Join me and my guests every Saturday from 9 a.m. till noon for Talk With a Purpose. Heard right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And if you miss it on Saturday, we replay it on Sunday from 5 until 8 p.m. Don't miss Talk With a Purpose, Saturday and Sunday, right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's talk station. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Yeah, welcome back to Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Live in the studio, Captain Dave, the Rave Show. We're talking stripes. Dave, let's get down to some tackling. So we're going to touch on bait. We're going to touch on the plastics, the gulp, whatever. Then we're going to touch on some plugs and you know, bucktails. For the bait right now, blood worms, blood worms, and more blood worms. Size matters, obviously. More scent out there, more meat out there. Any type of special rigs? Well. And and are circle hooks necessary? Circle hooks are in line, necessary. In line. In line. Um, I, was, I was glad last year with... But some people didn't notice that because I had a few left over from before, and they did disappear <laughs> off the show. But, but as you know, as the you know, at least the the COs that I that I know, they're they're saying if everybody's making a good attempt. But now here's 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 a here's a point that if you are perch fishing and you are using a perch rig. And you catch a 28-inch striper, and I've seen 40-pounders come yeah. in that were caught on size 6 it's perch hooks. hooks. You, and you keep it, and somebody's sitting there, you keep a 28-inch striper on a perch rig, and, and your, your CO is sitting there, sitting, sitting back and, and just with a fishing rod and watching, an, and see, yeah. he sees you pulls up and says, that's a nice fish. Yeah. He says, can I see your rig? That's that perch rig better better have a circle hook on it, and I am stocking stocking perch rigs with, with circles with yeah number number fours number twos and then and then That's why, yeah. and if you're fishing for stripers and want to catch a perch, well go you can yep. sneak a number one hook or num- number one o, and that and that way you can still catch the big perch you want to eat yeah, anyway. Yeah, had a big more anyway. But, yep. but yeah, circle hooks are required. Um. I, I I will admit that that using the lot I've done extremely well with the circle hooks. Um, if you can if I can get my guys to let them let them take it, not jerk back on it. Mm-hmm. I'm actually getting a better hookup ratio than I was back with the regular octopus hook. So I'm this is not a problem at all, and I do have the selection of loose hooks, snelled hooks, and rigs tied up with. Circle hooks in the shop, plenty of them. Yeah. Well, Dave, like your gulp, you have a huge selection of rigs. Anyone have their favorite? Maybe it a butchers or be it a fin strike or whatever. Um, right now, well, we lost fin strike. Or, yeah, that's right. Yeah, fin strike's got uh, tide right. Tide at tide right. Yeah, well, the t- orange orange pack. Yeah, or something. tide right. Um, tide right is yeah. They came up expensive, I think. So the prices went up on them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't lie. He ain't. Was it he from uh from uh coming to America? He ain't lying. He ain't lying. <laughs> yeah. Well, everything. You know, if it's if it's hand tied, anything anywhere's you know, 
obviously you, you got to pay to pay to play. You, if sure. you want to tie your own rigs, you know, one thing, the hooks themselves are in good shape. You know, prices haven't gone up that much in right. individual hooks, but w- rigs are. So maybe it's time. Everybody wants to make bucktails now. Everybody's pouring lead, but maybe it's time to start tying rigs. It's not hard. Um, I, I tie all my own when I'm on a charter. I Not that... Not that I don't trust the Chinese, but I don't trust anybody except myself when I put a knot in my, my line, in yeah. my line, because because that's you know. So if I tie one, you know, I know I can kick myself in the butt, and I don't have to worry about kicking mm-hmm. anybody else. Okay, Dave. Now the bloodworm bite lasts right through uh, through March and April. When do you notice that? Again, I know there's always maybe short in duration, but a spring eel bite. River and and bay. What do you think? When have you noticed the earliest you've noticed that kick in, and some techniques for that? Well, they they start buy, buying eels early. Now, my experience is that the eels are mostly in the fresh water. Or the, I don't coming upstream, going downstream. I don't know. The the elvers go up. They go into the rivers and they grow up. So they're they're moving more. And I find that, especially in these freshwater. Yeah, you know, brackish. Let's put brackish. Yeah. You know, back. Brackish seems to be the key mode. The eel bite is a, can be extremely, extremely good in you know in the spring. I I have a tough time. I've never had a daylight eel bite in the you know, in the in the bay waters. Period. Um and. But but then again, we're coming in. We're going to go go into May. You come April, May, off of the jetties when these big big fit these post spawn big big fish are coming north. They are looking for eels. I got I got a you know, a couple of guys last year that they were bringing fifty after fifty to the jetty and letting them go, and and they were buying. They were coming in every day, and I got most people want the little tiny eels. These guys are looking yeah. for the giants and gabidones, <laughs> as we say in Italian, gabidones. Yeah, and I tell you what, you know this this is something that is really hot. If you if you're able to run those jetties, you can catch a big fish come come April and May. Mm-hmm. Dave, for water temperature for these early spring bass, like you said, hey, it seems like we're a month ahead of time. Prime water temperature, and if you're bait fishing tide, what's a prime tide? Or well, does it matter when there's that many stripers? I mean, Dave, there's a lot. There's a lot of stripers out there, man. Well, I the year before last, I made my first early March striper striper trip when when I got on them. And what, I'll just give you the scenario quick. But we were fishing for perch. Two days in a row, I had nice eating sized perch in a spot. <laughs> They're like footballs. <laughs> and then, and then the third day, I come back, and there were these little black males. I guess they, I guess the females either already went up or they. All of a sudden, I I lost a big fish, and they were only about six inches long, and they're eating the bait. So I said, you know what? It was, it was foggy, flat calm, and I says, you know, there's a there's a creek that dumps out right over mm-hmm. here across the chat across the bay here. So we picked up first first cast in the into the mouth of the outcome mouth of a creek on the outgoing tide that you know especially the beginning of the outgoing tide that is that's okay. the perfect spot but uh, I cast up first cast a bump it was definitely life second so I says you know I turned around and my guy says you know so, something's in here get ready next cast I hook up not a keeper, but a solid fish. Better than because you know, we had been catching a few mm-hmm. stripers on the blood worms. Yeah, you know, while yep. we're you know, and while we're basically bass, bass perch, whatever bites. So in that day, we had we had over over thirty fish. Whoa! And and we, and, you know, my you know, my I it was a, you know, it was a single charter, so we're out guiding. I, he had a he had a thirty inch keeper. I had a thirty inch keeper. Just what what a day, and and that was like March fifteenth, right in the middle of the month. And it's, and yeah. right now this water is warmer than then. And I I say 
You're going to get out and catch them casting, casting lures. You know, in my case, golf, but you're going to cast lures from the get-go. Yeah, no this, question about it. This coming Wednesday, March 1st, opening of the Back Bay, or Tidal River, whatever you want to call it, uh, striped bass action. In the studio is Captain Dave Scholl. Dave, bass, again, with this water warming like this, you're ta again, on the bait, are they going to be aggressive? Is it going to be a tap-tap or is it going to be a... Well, I, I got half a feeling that they're actually more bass than bait in the water. I think they're hungry. You know, these guys that are perch fishing, and I think it's something to do with the perch too. It's it's been hard to find grass shrimp on this on this yeah. Atlantic on this Atlantic coast. I, you know, the guys are looking all over. I get old timers. I had an old timer come in yesterday and buy some. I got I do have I do have a a grass shrimp guru that came up from from Cape May somewheres with he's been coming up for the last last just about the last week or so yep. a couple gallons at a time and it's been going out fast but it you know grass yeah. rim work you know that yeah oh absolutely absolutely dave again on the um bass now traveling setting up in the deeper holes are they on the move are they searching pretty soon they're going to be up on the flats uh, i know guys are going to pierce this point where we start to plug and we'll get into that in the next segment but locate a hole and they're going to be there or are you going to be hunting around for them? Are they going to be on the move? Now we're talking four or five days from now, but you got a cold snap today, warming up again next week. What do you think? Oh, they'll, they'll be on the move. They're well, I, I upgraded my electronics last fall because I know they're on the move and I know they can be found. And I'm trying, trying to learn how to get to use the technology to find them. I'm, I've been, I've been reading a few, few of these you know, freshwater bass guys and seeing how much electronics mean to them. And I'm learning and learning. So hopefully I'll get a little more handle on them, but you got to, you got to move for the bass. You can't, you know, you can, you can hope they come to you yep. or you can chase them. It's, you yep. know, it's, it's either way. Either you set up with the blood worms and wait for them or you go looking for them. Now, Dave, we had luck with you that one time. Set up, listen, set up, it was uh, late, like late March, third, third, uh, middle between the third and fourth week of March. Dave set up on a spot behind Absega and Dave with those clams, remember? With those fresh clams, we had, took them a while to get there, but we had bass seem like all of a sudden, there they were. They came out of nowhere. Remember okay. that? Boom, bada bing, bada boom, bada bing, but it was crazy. Oh, they, they move with the tide. There's, there's nothing like, well... I'm, you know, the clams were the same thing, but it seems like, well, they, they've, you know, the clam boats have pretty much cleaned out the, the inshore waters, and they haven't, yeah. they haven't had another growth in them for, for years. So clams just don't seem to be in the same situation. It seems like they're, they're working, fit, yeah, fin fish or or eels in the rivers, but. And that's well. That should that's going to start early. It starts earlier than, you know, than you think. I've been I've been starting up in the Mullica River because it's it's an you know when it's cool out in the spring, it's an easy start. Yeah, you know, I go in there. I put the put the boat down the ramp, and I'm fishing within within a mile usually to, easy, to start yeah. with. And there you go. But you know, coming out in these bays out here, you got to do some on you know, the shallow waters. You got to do, do some, some looking till you yep. find them. And and there's not a whole lot going on, so you might end up in the Volca River anyway. So that that's where my main my main starting spot for for March is going to be. But I've been doing real real well as soon as I shift over to Abseek in the last couple of yeah. years. One thing I want to say, Dave, they don't call it the Bass River for nothing. Okay, grab that cup, grab that Red Bull. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio, right where it goes into the mud. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app. Fox News, I'm Carmen Roberts. Get ready for another coast-to-coast -coast storm in the wake of two massive winter storms this week. In Southern California, where a blizzard warning is in effect, some folks have never experienced snow. Beautiful. Cold, but beautiful. This is my first snowstorm, I guess. Man, I love the weather, man. But it was no fun for drivers when the storm closed Interstate 5 through the Tejon Pass for 16 hours yesterday. Forecasters say the next storm will start Sunday in California and move east. And inflation rose more than expected last month. 
rattling investors. Stocks ending lower for the day and suffering their worst weekly declines of the year as the Fed's preferred inflation gauge rose last month at its fastest clip since June, adding to worries that the central bank may have to keep rates higher for longer to tame hot inflation. Fox's Hillary Barsky, America's listening to Fox News. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Mainly clear skies overnight will reach an overnight low of 22. Mostly cloudy Saturday, a bit of snow in the afternoon with little to no accumulation. Saturday's high 35. Clouds breaking Saturday night with a low of 22. Times of clouds and sun for Sunday. A breezy afternoon expected will reach a high Sunday of 53. I'm AccuWeather's Drew Shannon on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Yeah, welcome back. Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Weekend February 25th and 26th. Live in the studio, the Svelte Captain Dave, the Rave Show of Seekin Bay Sports and 81 Alice. They don't turn us in up Seekin. Boy, they haven't seen that for 21 years. Holy God. It still gets me excited. We're talking Stripers, our annual 20th annual opening day Striper show. Stripers open March 1st. Dave, let's get two things. And I want to get some uh, locations, some other uh, quick other topics. One, the gulp, the paddle tails. I'm a Mr. Twister, sassy shad aficionado, and Mr. Twister grub used the gulp. Opportunities for the plastics and the gulps when and where this early in the season. Well, you got... Well, this is why I like the jigs. I fish jigs because number one, I can. They should be up in the shallow waters. I can I can go up in three feet of water and you know and basically rip them, rip them, hold the rod tip up, keep find the exact speed, just keep my foot off of the bottom. Boom! That's that's the ticket. But you know when I when I move out and especially especially in these rivers you have deep holes and you have edges and you when you find them on the edges now I've been I've been watching the fish you know, ha- have them on the machine know they're there dropping eels down and we go t- make your cast let it sink all the way down work it as slow as you can stand you know, lift it up and down and bang more fish yep. on on the gulp and then, then we catch it on, on, you know, not even getting a bite on the eel. Sometimes, you know, it's action, it's color, Seen that. Yeah. and it's and it's gulp flavor. But, but in any case, you know, a lot of these guys, there, there are a lot of guys, these plastic guys that maybe even do as good. But I, I just, I just can't mm-hmm. not use the very what I feel confidence. Confidence is probably the biggest part of fishing. Yeah, if you all of these lures, every lure in my store, every lure in Bass Pro Shops, all work. They've all caught fish. Even right. if it's for largemouth, it still could catch a striper. The same thing. The thing is, you have to have confidence and you have to work it. And those fish are out there. Like I said, I like I like the jig because every cast, especially where you got these deep holes, shallow flats. I'm I'm not one for changing. Changing lures you know, all the time, and well, you know the color I use, Tom. I I will, <laughs> I'll let you go into that color. Ain't one. no use if it ain't chartreuse. Hey, same color jig head. You know, I that that colored tail. That's all it needs. I mm-hmm. I use I use the um just just plain plain lead heads. I plain okay. I you know I don't even think that that's that important, especially in these dark dark rivers we got. I think this is one of the one of the tricks that that I yeah, that I see this the dark water in these rivers. You know, when I get in the shallow waters up up in that, you know, up on the bays, Apsecan, Reeds Bay, you know, e- even even Great Bay to an extent, you know, the shallow water it's it's very clear, but but you get in these rivers and this this stained cedar water you down more than ten feet. You might as well be midnight. So I think these fish are more <laughs> active in the rivers because of the dark water, and and you want a bright tail. I like the chartreuse. You know, white. Um, some of these. Yeah, sometimes a little little action to it. You want the action. Mm-hmm. And well, talking about action, talking about eels. Don't forget. You know that. You know the 
the gulp nemesis. That's still, sometimes that nemesis still has the action that they want to eat. I was just going to ask you, Dave, when do you decide, hmm, hmm, doing okay, not doing as well, to make the switch from the form? The gulp sense there, but when you go from a paddle tail to a grub or to a nemesis, nemesis on the premises, as you say, when do you decide to do that? Well, when something falls off your hook and you got one and you reach into the jar and that's what you pick <laughs> up. <laughs> And that's usually my color situation, too. I, I'm not really picky. And I, I have confidence in all the colors and all the, you know, I, I like them as big as I can, as I can get. Um, you know, I, I, you know and, and let's face it, golf's expensive. I play, I play with pricing, too. If I can. Yeah. And, well, most of the guys, when we're fishing shallow, I try to give them a light, a light hook, a half, half an ounce, because. Yeah, they sink fast, and if especially when he's and he's well in the grass up up on the flats, you got a lot of grass in the bottom. If it sinks all the way, if you're only in four foot of water, three yeah. foot of water, it sinks to the bottom. You got grass. You know, if you're in if you're up in the Mullica and Log Bay, they call it Log Bay for a reason. Yeah, it sinks <laughs> yeah. down. Yeah, stuck. And and the other well, obviously there's there's all kinds of hard lures, and you know, floating divers are easy to work. Yeah, you know, on the flats, but if you hit the hole, it's it's a little tough. Sinking, sinking hard lures. You got a lure that's going probably fifteen dollars now or better. Yeah. And then if it's a sinker and it's you know and you hook it into a stump, you know, well there's fifteen dollars. Dave, when do you? And by the way, listeners, Dave's in the chartreuse. When it comes to the nemesis, me and my lovely Dee Marie, it's opening night. That opening night color pattern, Dave. I, for us again, confidence in it. You use it, and that that's that's what we have. We have back. But Dave. To that uh, plug button a little later on, I have a great service with the poppers. When do you notice a transition? Hey, man, we're starting to get some bass moving on top. They're chasing the spear and they're chasing the minis, whatever, that you'll go to surface plugs. Well, This time of year, this early in the season. Well, if I, if I see them moving on the surface, I'll give them a try. But I, I have a I, – I just – I have so much confidence in fishing underwater and what I'd like to do, but I'm – yeah, I'm the guide. I'm stuck, but I'd like to work on you know, like a trailer on a. You have a popper with it with a trailer behind it, and if if somebody's using a popper, somebody else in the boat should always be using a a subsurface lure right behind them because if he's yeah, if if they're if you see a swirl or if you see a, what you think is a tail slap or whatever, yep. follow them up. They will eat the underwater lure. Okay, Dave, thanks for these tips and tricks and advice. Now, let's talk about your annual opening day striper tournament. Opening day, opening week. Or what, what do we have? What do we have? What do we have? Well, it could be opening month because I, I'm... <laughs> oh, oh. But no, but what happens is I'm giving out I'm giving out gift certificates, and I've done this for longer than the 20 years you've been on here. Yeah. Yeah, for the first for the first three stripers that come through the door, the legal ones. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I qualify that. Yeah, I have, I have to qualify that. Um, and and I and I really would appreciate if you do bring one in. Get yourself a picture with the circle hook in his mouth if that's what you use. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but the whole thing is, you know, the first well. Opening day, I ex- last year, the last couple of years has been really good. I've seen more than one fish on opening day, so I'm not making this a rate. It used to be, you know, you it it's just a few years that that it used to be. Yeah, it might be a weekend or something, and we finally catch a fish. These fish, I expect probably more than three keeper fish to come in store on, you know, on Wednesday. On Wednesday, yeah. So so what we're gonna do is it'll. Uh, if more than one come in the first day, it will be for the biggest, for the biggest fish. We'll go by size one, two, three. I'm I'm giving a three hundred dollar gift certificate to the store for for the first one, two hundred for the second, and a hundred for the third. And then just Whoa! And, Whoa! Then, and then just to keep it interesting, and I hope there's not a blitz, but <laughs> but anybody on opening day that comes through this into the store with with a with a legal 28 inch striper we're gonna you're gonna walk out with a with a Apseekin Bay Sportsman Center sweatshirt to keep you cold warm for the rest of this <laughs> month of March absolutely great Dave so this is check it out go to Dave's website go to his Facebook page Dave uh, we're up we only have a couple of minutes left let's talk briefly this last let's just try to get on Shoals boat last year fuck what is it forget about it 
Epsecon Bay Safaris, Cap. What's the dealio? Fluke's going to open, what, May 2nd? <coughs> you got the Stripers coming up. Are you going to have a chance to even guide him? The store is going to be packed. I realize that. What's your uh, charter schedule? What well, are you looking at? Well, la- last year I, I spent May in in the shop because because Judy went and got a new knee put in, so... So I had, I had Shout out to Miss Judy, man. Heard she's doing calisthenics all over the place. Oh. Uh, oh, she's doing a lot better this year. So I will be able to get at least a, a good amount of days in. I'm going to as many. Uh, I'll be going pretty much as much as I can. Like I, I was said earlier, I, I expect to start out. I, I hope to start out. I don't think next week will make it, but the week after, have the boat ready and everything going, and 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 work out of the Mullica River, and from there we'll move up to Apseek and. Yeah, especially when the flounder season starts because, yeah, Apsecan area is probably the best flounder fishing, but, yeah, you might have to pay me extra if you want to get away from the stripers. That's because, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't care if the, striper, deal. if the stripers are biting, you know, you can have all the flounders you in the want. bay. <laughs> well, this, 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 this is what it was last year. This is a situation. 4840409. Apsecan oh, Bay. Captain Dave, please. He's down in the water. Next day. Captain Dave, please. He's down in the water. Dave, it went on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Finally, the guy says, just call a cell, will you? Call a cell. Every once in a while, Captain Dave would answer. And invariably, someone on that boat had a fish on, Cap. I'm like, and what am I, what's my ass doing here in the studio? <laughs> yeah, well, that's, cell phones have, have made the world different. And, and it is, but, but yeah, you ask for the cell phone if you call up and mount on the water and, and they'll give it to you, and then we can set up a date from there. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna be going as much as I can. Just, just keep calling. We'll get together. Okay, Cap. Okay, Dave. Before we wrap this up, let's talk the end game. Care of the bass, and you catch it. Net, wet hands. I mean, don't, don't go around the gills. Sometimes I see, I'm like this, Dave. What are you doing? I see people, and oh, bass are tough. They throw them back. Invariably, to me, they end up as crab food. Your take on the end game, being careful. What do you got? Well, bass are tough, luckily for now, but but we're, there, there are a lot of undersized fish in these yes. rivers right now, a yep. lot. And you will you will catch fish. If you put a blood worm on a hook and get out there, yeah, and there's only, unfortunately, these, these rivers are surrounded by, by, by grass flats and mud, so you, there's not many access points. But when you get out there, you're going to catch some fish. Now, if you're using the circle hooks, I've, that's one thing I did find that the small circle hooks they will swallow them and they might find a hole in the, you know, somewhere. So be ready, be ready to cut to cut them off if you have to. Don't don't try. And a circle hook is harder to get out of his gut because of the fact that it circles around and if it yep. does catch in, you have to uncircle it. You know, you have to backtrack that hook. And the same thing. If if they're hooked in the jaw, you know, just just be careful with them. Don't don't drag them into the sand. And you know, I tell you, a personal pet peeve. You know, people they they bring in a hook, a fish they know they're going to release. You know, especially the guys on the beach. These they drag the fish up Uh-oh. halfway up the beach. Uh oh, this is Captain Day's personal opinion, people. <laughs> yeah, they drag they drag them up, and they got a picture of them, and they're and they're. 10 yards away from the beach, maybe from the, water, from the water, maybe more. Stay down there. You got your waders on. You don't have to come out of the water. You can reach down and unhook. And the, and the boat, the same thing. Try not to let them bounce around the boat and all. There's there's a lot of action going on. But get them, get them together. Get them out and and get them, yeah. get them back in. But you know, be careful if it's if the hook's swallowed and you're just using them. And you're just using you know, a, sing, a single hook. You, know, you should be able to yep. you know, to cut it if you have to, and and just you know, a hooks hooks cheap compared to a, the life of a striper. Let's put it that way. Exactly right, Captain Dave. Thanks for joining us live in the studio today. Twenty fifth Rack and Fin Radio, Captain Dave the Rave Show of Seagan Bay Sports and Center, eighty one Natalie Terrace and Seagan. Go to his Facebook page. Go to his web page, and the tournament is going to be starting Wednesday. Correct? Wednesday. I'll- I'll what time start, you opening? What time you opening, Dave? I'm, I'm opening at six, and I'll be I'll be there um, on Tuesday at least till six. We got all the bait. We got. I, 
I don't know. It scares it scares me how many how many bloodworms at the price I got that I got in the refrigerator right now, and I got more coming more before cup. the season They're starts. They're gonna be so. gone. People, grab that cup, grab that Red Bull. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. Happy New Year early. Parallel Universe of Rack and Fin Radio. When a season opens, indeed, cause for a New Year celebration this Wednesday, one uh, one second after midnight, opening of the twenty twenty three strike. You know season. what? But the nighttime still is the right time, so get out there early. We got it. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. South Jersey's Talk Station. This is House Call for Health. A recent study finds kids' screen time skyrocketed during the pandemic, and it's still up, increasing during stay-at-home and lockdown measures, but it continues at levels higher than before the pandemic began. Research scientist Dr. Monique M. Hederson with the Kaiser Permanente Northern California Division of Research led the study. They looked at 228 kids in three states, ages 4 to 12. Before the pandemic, kids in that range had a total average screen time of 4.4 hours a day. The first part of the pandemic that went up to more than six hours a day later dropping to 5.51 hours that's still higher than before the pandemic began the screen time included both recreational and educational time the american academy of pediatrics recommends no more than two hours of daily screen time for kids two and older the study published in jama network open for more health news go to foxnewshealth.com house call for health on lisa brady fox news Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Yeah, we're back inside. Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. We're going to February. Oh, man, already February 25th, 26th. That month of February is gone, but that's all right. Hey, mark something on your calendar. That was, by the way, it's Captain Dave the Rave Shoal. March Bassin. Season opens this coming Wednesday, the 1st. March Bassin. Some tips and tactics and where to go. Hey, the fishing flea markets are all over the place. Uh, end of this month and, and uh, through next month. Go to page pages six and seven in the March issue of Fisherman Magazine uh, for some listings in there. Hey, there is going to be a super, super, super fishing sale and flea market coming up March 18th. The Red Raider Fishing Sale and Flea Market is going to be held Saturday, March 18th, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Rain or shine at the Ocean City Civic Center. Fifth in the boardwalk in Ocean City, my former home island. I just love there. Join us on the line right now. Very good friend of Rack and Fin Radio is Nick Verducci, Quesadich. He's the Ocean City Intermediate School Fishing Club advisor. And we can get him on Rack and Fin, but otherwise he's fishing or teaching the kids how to fish. Nicky, how you doing, man? Quesadich, Tom. Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Come on, Stan. We got it going. Tell us about this uh, Red Raider fishing sale and flea market. Sounds like a good time. I picked up some great deals there over the years, Nick. What do you got? Yeah, well, I tell you, it's been a few years since we've done it with yeah. everything going on with the pandemic and all, and we were able to bring it back. Um, and this time, usually it was at the Ocean City Intermediate School, but we, we ended up moving it due to like parking issues. Right. We're at the Civic Center this year. and. Uh, you know, it's all the money that's raised. It goes for the fishing clubs that we have here at the intermediate school. But the big thing is, and this is one of the major reasons why we brought it back, is that the Ocean City High School officially now has a fishing club Fantastic. for the students at the high school. Yeah, it's been a it's been a while, a long you know push on this, but it finally has happened. So it's no longer the OCIS intermediate school fishing flea market. It is now the Red Raider fishing flea market because this money also is going to help uh the members from the high school and uh getting themselves up and going uh for uh for the future uh for these clubs that we're trying to push forward here for these students so um yeah it's Good. gonna be you know we'll have we'll have like 70 75 some odd tables there Whoa. Uh, a lot of the same <laughs> that's like a slammer that'll be there our buddies from fanatics you know, you get yeah. you got Ed and Justin and all the guys that will be there. Billy and Johnny Grimko, who I know is always big, uh, big Johnny Grimko. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They'll be there. Uh, yeah, it's 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 going to be a fun little event. And again, all of it will go towards the uh, club. Four dollars for adults, uh, one dollar children, uh, and then anyone under six is free. And uh, we'll have plenty of gear there that'll be available for everybody. Again, I guess there's refreshments, door prizes, and primarily free parking. But seventy-five tables, Nikki. That that's like a that's like a fishing show. 
It's a nice, it's a nice little, yeah, the guys are great. You know, these guys who do these flea markets, I mean, they're spinning around and they, every year they're, they're more than welcome to help, help out. And, uh, it's, I can't, uh, thank those guys enough for uh, coming out and helping me out. Uh, with this, uh, especially since it's been a few years since we've done it. Yeah. Nice that we were able to bring it back. And Nicky, with this weather, man, people are going to go from the show with their newer used tackles, newer used tackle, salt and fresh water, and man, hit hit those back waters for the perch and the stripers. Nicky, I don't know if you're aware of it, probably not because you're, you're, you're like a one arm paper hanger, man, all over the place and busy. That bite's on, man. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Perch. Whoa. The in the ba- oh, it's crazy good out there. Oh, I know. It's been very good. I know Justin uh, over from Fanatics, he's gotten into them really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've still been sneaking out, though. Oh, you have? Good for you. you know, <laughs> I, but I've been sneaking out doing freshwater fish, which is not my norm. But I tell you what, man, the crappie bite. Oh, uh, yeah. Shh. has been really, really good. I'm not, I'm not staying anywhere. Shh. <laughs> Listeners, the Red Raider Fishing Sale and Flea Market is going to be held Saturday, March 18th. We're going to be reminders of this over the next three weeks. 9 a.m. to 1 p.m., rain or shine, Ocean City Civic Center, 5th in the Boardwalk in Ocean City. Free parking, refreshments, not for any, Nick, but those meter maids in Ocean City in the summer are heartless. But that that's that's my opinion. Uh, free for refreshments, door prize admission. Adults, $4. Children, 6 to 13. $1. Children under 6 free with paying adult. Again, it's going to be at the Ocean City Civic Center, 5th and Boardwalk in Ocean City. All the proceeds go to directly to the Ocean City School Fishing Clubs. The high school now is a club. Nick, you guys are doing a great job. Hats off to you, man. Thank you. I really appreciate it, Pags. I really, really do. Listen, Nikki, uh, uh, contact number, Facebook page, website. What do you got, bro? Uh, you can contact me through the uh, Facebook page. I have a Facebook page for the uh, OCIS Fishing Club. Uh, you can contact me there. Uh, if anyone wants to reach out, um, that would be the best way to get about and uh, get in touch with me. Listen, I have your other number, man. We're going to do a mid middle township bass hunt. And I mean freshwater, man. There's there are some there are some monster largemouths down there, man. People people think yeah, of Cape are. May County, which is great, true. Cape, I call it the Peninsula yeah. County. Cape May is salt water. Cape May is salt water. If you saw the size of some of those ba- and these waters, Nikki, hidden in yeah. plain sight, they're open, they're public, but oh, yeah. people go buy them. Look how there's nothing in there. Oh, are you oh no, crazy? I know. There, there's plenty though. There are plenty. It's it's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's not something I used to do as much, but now I do, and it's 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 been a lot of fun this past winter. Well, you're great having you back on, man. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate it. See you, man. That'll do it for this week on Rack and Fin. It's going to be a fun time. I miss Ocean City. I get down there on occasion, but I was there for on and off for uh, what 23, 24 years. Four zero three Twenty Second Street, positive twenty two. Yeah, yeah, and Ocean City and various other parts of the island with winter rentals and stuff. That'll do for this week on Rack and Fin Radio. Get out there and enjoy. Spring has sprung, baby. I know it's not on the calendar yet. It was Spring has sprung. March 1st, stripers open. God bless America. God bless our troops. God bless our first responders and law enforcement. See you next week. Rack and Fin Radio.